0: Welcome to The Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Day drinking to night drinking is incredibly challenging. And Liz. Normalize having your friends dress in color schemes because all of our photos turned out so good. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to The Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And we are back from the batch. (laughs) And we are still, tired. yeah, like still hungover. And it's Tuesday. I'm just tired. Uh, I could sleep forever. Yeah, the weekend, it took, first of all, day drinking to night drinking is incredibly challenging. It's challenging and it's also will just really take it out of you. Because normally I'll take, like, a nap in the middle of the day. Like, I'll have some relaxing time. There was no you time in to relax. You need middle-of-the-day naps. Well, I know, Kelly. I need my middle-of-the-day naps. I don't know what to tell you. You can't nap. I can nap. Anyway, today we're going to bring you a really fun, like, loaded, random kind of episode. So, thank you for bearing with us for our... Uh, adjusted recording schedule for the summer we know that it's like oh my gosh why are you we just not talking about the bachelorette i know this happened forever ago but for us it only happened like two days ago we're trying we've got vacations we've got travel we will get back to the grind in september but we got things to do we got places to see people to marry and yeah. <laughs> so anyway thank you for bearing with us yes we know we would prefer the two week the two week episode or the two episodes a week as well Anyway, we are super excited because we're going to do like a little bachelorette recap. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to move into the segments you love and know. Mm-hmm. So, And didn't you pull the Instagram for some recap questions? Yeah, I asked questions because I just like wanted to make sure things were covered. And people have honestly all of the same questions. So okay. it should be pretty easy. Okay, perfect. Um, did you want to start with our millennial word though? I know you're bringing this one. I am bringing the millennial word. And I think yeah, I think it would make sense to bring it prior to the recap so the millennial word of the day is core memory Mm, you've been using this a lot lately i know and i'm not gonna say it's like a gen z thing but it's just like here's like a new phrase that we're i think all saying collectively all generations wouldn't you agree like it's not a gen z thing but like i want to make sure you guys know what the new thing is we're saying so the word is core memory and it can be used like most words a multitude of ways you could like look at your kids, do something cute and be like, oh my gosh, this is a core memory. Yeah. You could be referring back to something and be like, oh, that's a core memory. Mm-hmm. It's memories that stick with s- you, stick with you or memories that you hope to stick with you. Mm-hmm. It's to be used like lightheartedly, not totally joking, but like you yeah. wouldn't be like, like I think it'd be weird if you were like, if I was at Elizabeth's wedding crying, I'd be like, this is a core memory. Like that would yeah, be, like that would not like be. Yeah, it's joke, but... And it can also be in a sweet way. Yeah, but it's not. But not, like, it's not that deep. <laughs> so true, bestie. Okay, we should do. We should see one time if we can work all of our past millennial words into one episode. Wow, that would be impressive. Okay, why don't you? Do you want to give a recap and then I'll get into the questions? Yeah, so I'll just give like an overall recap. So we went to the Ozarks. Um at our family's lake house. And I had about 17 girls there. Um, and my parents, because my dad had to captain the boat. Um, so, uh, first night everyone gets there or day, really everyone got there early. We took a boat ride. The themes were so cute. First of all, normalize, having your friends dress in color schemes because all of our photos turned out so good and i think it's because we were all in a color scheme so the first night the theme was ozark barbie and everyone had to wear like oranges and pinks and um yellows, yellows and um it, everyone looked so gorgeous with like the sun setting everyone was the same color as the sunset and i wore white of course we went to a bar restaurant called doc knockers if you're familiar with the ozarks um it was raunchy it's like the epitome of like cancel culture like it should be like some of the the signs I was like guys I know but Kelly it's been cleaned we've been going there since we were kids I know and that's what was so funny like because it, it and it's not and people bring their kids there and it's not like a dirty restaurant or anything it's just they have like these bumper stickers on the walls and like when you start looking around and reading the bumper stickers, They're you're so like, oh, unappro- my gosh. They, they go hard. They are so inappropriate. Um, I don't want there to be like a, a a sound bit of us repeating any of these things. No, so we're 100% not going not. to. But it was like, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> um, But it was fun. So we had dinner and drinks there. There was some live music. Um, and then we hopped back on the boat and went to another restaurant and just had like some drinks there and after that we went back to the dock everyone changed and we um we hung out on the dock and we played your game kelly bachelorette jeopardy which was so much fun bachelorette jeopardy was i'm gonna say well, probably the highlight of my weekend it turned out so good. just as good as i was hoping mm-hmm. um i got a lot of questions about like what the categories were and like how like, some examples of some questions yeah. so I had five categories. Category was Maddie, Liz, the couple, miscellaneous, and the wedding. And I split everyone into four teams. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I thought that would make it harder because you had to like, if we only had two teams, I think they would have all got them all right, probably because there was like too many people. So splitting them up, you like worked with strengths and weaknesses. And like we had some of our sisters on some teams, then Maddie's sisters on Mm -hmm. some teams. And it was just like really fun. Um, And so like some examples of some of the questions were like, maddie for 200 is what's maddie's instagram handle yeah couple for 500 what's the couple's address mm-hmm. um wedding for 500 was which tree branches can be found on their wedding monogram yeah like liz for 500 was what color was her prom dress i mean it was yeah and it was were so funny when the ones uh for my prom dress one it was on the team that had no high school or fa- like sisters on it it was like Maddie's sister, and then to my college friends. I was like, they didn't, they didn't get it. No. Where it's like some of my, so it was just like funny to see who was on what teams. Um, and then underneath some of them, so she would like rip off the, um, like the the person the point. So if it was like for five hundred, she would rip the five hundred off, and if they got it right, she would give it to that team, so we could keep score easily. And then sometimes there would be a dare underneath it, so it might be yeah. like a shotgun a a seltzer, or um. We played F Mary Kill with Liz's exes. that, yeah, was, that was that was fun. That was hilarious, um, and obvious. Um, <laughs> and so that was a blast. And then you played the little game where you had asked Maddie some questions, and I had to like guess his answers, yeah. which was sweet. Um, and then some of some of the crew jumped in, and we went night swimming. Yeah. And it was a blast. Night swimming looked fun. It was a lot of fun. You did not partake. No, I was counting heads. I was yeah. just, in hindsight, like what I wish I would have done is I wish I would have gotten glow sticks and made you all wear glow sticks. Cause Mama Kel was just getting a little nervous with that. Well, the we nights. didn't go very far from the dock. No, I know, but I'm just, but then you're jumping in the water and I'm like, okay, where's that little girl? who was like, it's just like, the little girl. <laughs> well, some of them were small. I'm just like, was getting a little nervous. Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> where's Teresa? <laughs> Where was Teresa? <laughs> but it was really fun, but I think glow sticks would have been a good touch. So that's probably my biggest regret of the weekend. Okay, well, if that's your biggest regret no well, that's, I agree I agree that's good um so then after that swimming really took it out of us so we all went to bed we were in bed by like 11 30 which normalized going to bed at 11 30 it was great we had drank all afternoon like yeah. it was done we were it, done I was done so then the next day we woke up and my friend who's like not an official yoga teacher but very much should be led us through a little um yoga and body weight workout an hour long it was incredible loved that we mm-hmm. had some of your breakfast that you brought your parfait bar, bar that you were no, very let's, proud of hold on don't just glaze over breakfast like it wasn't incredibly well executed okay would you like to breakfast was a core memory for me okay i <laughs> i had two quiches and what else did i have your parfait bar and my yogurt parfait bar this is such a hack if you're serving a big crowd especially like a crowd of girlies who i like knew maybe like didn't want to just eat like quiche and donuts Uh, I had cinnamon rolls too. I had had cinnamon cinnamon rolls rolls and quiches, but then I also had a yogurt parfait bar where I just bought Chobani yogurts, and then I had granola nuts berries, honey, seeds, and mm-hmm. you could just like make it all into your little yogurt parfait. Yeah. And the nice thing was buying just like the individual Chobanis. And yeah, because the, then it's easy cleanup. It's easy cleanup. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, you just and it's not as cute, but it also in a much more real sense is because it's it, so easy. And then you gotta pick what flavor yeah. yogurt you want. Exactly. So that was good. Um and so then I was okay. So I jumped the gun. And then we did our little workout. And then we cleaned up from breakfast and got ready and we had lunch. And then we went on the boat, and it was a cloudy day. It didn't rain, which was lucky, but it was cloudy. It was cloudy and a little chilly. Like, it was like But the 70. water was really warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took a little boat ride. We did this thing called coving out. And at the Ozarks, it's a very popular thing to do where you just go to a cove, drop anchor, and usually you'll like hook up with other boats like other people you know traditionally and you'll all just like be connected and swim and like jump from boat not jump but like go and talk to other people on other boats um since it was a cloudy day we didn't know anyone else at the cove out so we coved out alone which was fine um jumped in the water hung out on the lily pad played some like drinking games kind of on the water um, and had a really, really, really fun time. That was like a blast. That was a core memory for me. Yeah. The cove out was because you go back and forth because you're like, gosh, like it wasn't sunny, but it also wasn't hot. Uh-huh. So like part of you wants it to be hot, but then I'm also like, well, I think we had more fun because we weren't sweating. Yeah, I would agree. Because yeah, you're the water was warm. So like the water, I would not Label the water as crisp and refreshing. No, and if it were hot, I think it would have been uncomfortable. So it was kind of a blessing all in all. So after the boat ride, we went back to the house and... Oh, I guess we just hung out some more. Oh, I didn't even talk about the yuccas. Should we talk about the yucca? Oh, sure. So a yucca is a drink that it's a Suntrip classic at the Ozarks. And you take one of those like glass pitchers that have a spigot, you know, um, to like serve lemonade or like iced tea traditionally. And you duct tape the spigot so no nothing can get out. And you fill the jar with the juice of between 10 to 15 lemons um a cup of sugar and a fifth of vodka and you let that sit in there and then when you're getting when you're about 30 minutes out from drinking it you fill it to the top with ice wrap it in a towel duct tape the towel and then you shake it for like 30 minutes straight you like have to pass it off like everyone mm-hmm. has to shake it so it's nice and frosty so it's frosty once you're ready to consume you take the this could be our dishes right through <laughs> <laughs> ditch the bar um then you take the um towel off and you get some massive straws in the past we would use those giant pixie stick straws uh, or pixie sticks we'd like clear the sugar out of them and then cut holes on either end and create a straw they don't make those anymore so you just have to find some big old straws stick them in there this is not a covid friendly um uh, no. Drink by no, any no, no, means. No. But you could also just like everyone could have had their own straw. That's just not. And we, I had straws on deck in case anyone was nervous about yeah. it. I had so, straws on deck. S- like some people use their own straw, but some people just don't care. Um, and so the yucca was a big hit. And then after the boat, we just went back to the house, hung out, had dinner, and um, played a few more games, did some karaoke. And that was that. And that was the weekend. But it was. Okay, let's just get to some of the questions because I just want to make sure we get to those. I feel like that was a good recap. Also, like if you're following along on Instagram, you saw all of it. I thought I did a really great job creating BTS content. Okay. People are very concerned, not concerned, curious on why our parents Well, let's answer this question first is it your lake house or it was an airbnb whose boat was it it's our family's lake house so my dad and his siblings all own the house and as well as the boat. as well as the boat yeah so my dad knows how to drive the boat he's been driving it my entire life so um our option was to either have my father go and drive the boat for us or hire a captain from the ozarks who would drive us so a to save money i wanted my dad to be there and also my dad's just more fun than like yeah um, like it's not weird it's really not weird people are so concerned that our parents came like, I have people being like, oh, my gosh, that's bad luck to have your mom. And I'm like, mm, well, that's have good. Have you met her? First of all, that's good luck because we got a kick-ass mom. Have you met Chris? Yeah. Um, we're very close to our parents. Yeah. Again, not in a weird way. It's just like, we're not. It also wasn't a ratchet bachelorette party. So no, there wasn't was like, like du- a, you know, a unmentionable to be seen. There, no, no and one we, was twerking. like, it was, we were just hanging out. We were just hanging out. And like, it was just some good old girl time. And like, yeah, like we, you know, we got a little tipsy and had fun and we're safe and taken care of and i think like yeah. that's the important thing so it absolutely wasn't weird like our parents are a lot of fun and we're also adults and yeah we're not the kind of people to like invite strippers over like that's just not really our scene yeah, it was very it's your it scene, was very it's, pg if it's your scene it's your scene but it's not my scene. it was very pg on the inappropriate type of front okay people also want an update on the seltzers so how many seltzers i got so we ended up having about 20 people there i ended up getting 200 seltzers because I figured about 10 seltzers, 10 seltzers a person, five seltzers a day. Mm-hmm. And I think I got like the perfect amount. Yeah, we definitely had some leftover, but that was because we did switch to hard alcohol at the end of the second night. And also some girls just don't aren't drinkers. So some people yeah. just didn't drink. And we had the yucca and like five seltzers is a lot. Yeah. So like if you don't. So it was good. We, we felt had good about left, the amount. The worst thing. It, I'm happy to have leftovers and two ever and out. People want to know what the top beverage is of the weekend. What, or what was like the favorite seltzer? Um, what seltzer was a crowd favorite? You know favorite. what? High noon. I have not had a high noon in so long because they're so expensive. And we had just a few. And so I snagged one. And I'm like, yeah, high noon is just the superior seltzer across the board. I don't think I've ever had a high noon. It is so good. I tried the Kiwi one for the first time. It tastes like a Capri Sun. You would love it, Kelly, because you love, Capri, love Sons. Capri Suns. I love Capri Suns. Yeah, I would say... And no surprise, Truly there, but um, High Noon is the superior seltzer. I thought that um, Topo Chico seltzers were a good sell; like mm-hmm. those were flying. The Trulies were flying. Um, what what are those one things called? Cut waters. Mm-hmm. The problem with cut water though is cut water was twelve percent yeah twelve percent alcohol because it's like a margarita. <laughs> yeah, but like, so it's, it's not like drinking three seltzers. It's like that's a. It, three cut waters will mess you up a hundred percent so you got to be careful with the cut waters yeah um yuccas were good we like went to a couple bars like on night one so like people were getting pina coladas um oh there was this one drink that was being served it was you get a high noon and then they put this like sort of like martini-ish looking glass on top of your high noon with a hole that connected into the um whole of the high noon and they put pina colada in there so as you would drink the high noon the pina colada was there to sip down into the high noon and you would have like a combo so that was kind of a fun that, drink yeah that was a fun drink um someone wants to know which sister got the craziest mm, probably grayson um someone said did you tone it down for your parents were your friends able to let loose yeah, I just don't know what people think our parents are <laughs> I, like our parents are fun Like we were just all like drinking having fun like good conversation Yeah, and then like mom and dad went to bed and then we just like did karaoke like are It we just, just wasn't Are ratchet? we just such squares? Like, are we, we just so the lame? We bachelorette party. It or, like, was not lame at all. It was so much fun You just you we're just not really type to like be like I said like twerking on the boat Not my not my mostly because I don't know how to be honest with you yeah, I don't know either. Um, are you a hair bead stan or is it not that deep? The oh, hair so cute. The hair beads were really fun. They were very fun, at, especially for like a girls' trip on the water. Such a fun touch. Every everyone put them in. They were so cute. Okay, <laughs> again, it's just it's the same question It goes. Why were your parents there? Was it we were with your parents there? Was it awkward with your parents there? Why was your dad there?
1: <laughs> it's, guys, <laughs> we're guys it's
0: not that deep. <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> Okay, so that's that. So best weekend. Thank you, Matron of Honor, for putting it together. It was so much fun and everything I dreamed of and more. All right, are you ready for some industry news? Industry news. Um, I've got three stories, all different, all crazy, all bringing something new to the table. The first story is by Bloomberg. It's from Bloomberg.com. And it's interesting because U.S. crosses the electric car tipping point for mass adoption. So this is big. Just very recently. So it says the U.S. is the latest country to pass what's become a critical EV tipping point. Five percent of new car sales powered only by electricity. This threshold signals the start of mass EV adoption. The period when technology preferences rapidly flip, according to the analysis. Um so for the past six months the u.s joined europe and china collectively the three largest markets and moving beyond the five percent tipping point if the u.s follows the trend established by 18 countries that came before it a quarter of new car sales could be electric by the end of 2025. that would be a year or two ahead of most of the major forecasts dang so now isn't that crazy all new Mm -hmm. cars sold were EV, and now 2025 three years from now they're saying that number could be as high as 25 percent. that's crazy what would it take for you to go EV? i just i have range anxiety it's just something i'm not you know what i'm not an early adopter i'm definitely like a late adopter so i think that honestly it would just the infrastructure would just have to be better in missouri for me to to go there but these gas prices are definitely helping me want to go there, so that's definitely <laughs> contributing to. I mean, Maddie was looking into them for the first time because he drives a truck and he has a long commute, so right. he's like, "Do you, do you, and do you feel like it's like it's not really range anxiety? It's probably more like charging time anxiety, right? Because like your car doesn't have. Well, yeah, yeah. I do know I also just feel like I have to like draw I'm always like d- making these like long hauls places and what I would hate to do is I know you still have to stop to get gas but when you stop to get gas that's like a five minute thing yeah, yeah, yeah when you stop to get electricity that's like a 30 minute thing right so I don't love that I don't love them for road trips like no matter which way you paint the picture I think they're incredibly inconvenient for road trips and I think you just like have to get a charger installed in your house. Like yeah, a fast that would be, charger. that would be the other I thing. I think I'm actually going to do it. I'm going to get one installed in my house. Just to raise the value of your home. Well, I, I think it will raise the value of my home. And like I've had now three or four press cars that had a yeah. plug-in that I couldn't, that I, you know, you can plug in with a standard outlet, but I just like, want to like know what that process likes. I just think that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I could write it off too. Yeah, And just probably. like see the vibes and get it. For so anyway, sure. I thought that was kind of an interesting story. What car are you, like, dying to go EV? I don't know. You've asked me this question before, and then every car I answered, you're like, oh, it's a hybrid. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> so I just feel like they're all sort of in the works. I'm kind of ready for a car that doesn't feel like an EV. Like, you know when we get in some of these cars? Like, I'm telling you. Like all- a Bronco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Ford Lightning or yeah. the Hummer. Yeah, like, but true. I just feel like all these, like, new EVs that they're coming out, like the... Uh the Kia EB6, the Ionic 5, the Volkswagen EB4, yeah, like more you like just get SUV kind of sporty. Don't just like they like are all running together? Like you get in, it's like mm. some like open floor concept. Like what is the EV obsession with everything being opened? I don't know. And like Can it's, I just have an EV that just looks like my regular Santa Fe? And that's what I think the question is. Um, and that's kind of like not to brag, but a great segue into our next story, because this is a really specific new vehicle, but it's one of my favorites. And this is my podcast. So I'm excited to talk about it. (laughs) Um, it's loading. This is by Automotive News. The redesigned BMW X3 comes with a bigger grille, and in multiple versions. The BMW X3 is one of my all time favorite, like small to mid Mm -hmm. Luxury SUVs. I think it's one of the best cars. So a redesigned BMW X3 should arrive in the U.S. late 2024. But what's exciting is they are going to make it in multiple different versions. So they're going to have an electric um, eventually, but they're going to come with the hybrid, the standard, and then their M performance as well. And I just think that's going to be a really exciting tipping point for me and some of like these makes and models when you can just get the cars you want in multiple different versions. So right. then multiple people can have whatever they are looking for. Right. That is exciting. So I'll keep you posted on the X3. 2024 20, sounds so far away. I know. And there's a, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of great cars coming out in 23 apparently. But I feel like it's been crickets. Like Honda, as a brand, I'm looking at you. They have been like new pilot, new CRV, 2023. And I'm like, okay, that's like in car terms, like that, it should already be out. There are some 2023s that are already out. Right. And like, I haven't, I've heard crickets. Okay. This is my last depressing story. This is by Cox Automotive. that came out today, July 12th. New vehicle prices set a record in June, according to Kelly Blue Book, as luxury share hits a new high. New vehicle buyers are in, are in an oversticker market paying well above MSRP every month this year. Bummer. This is crazy. The average price paid for a new vehicle in the US in June was the f- highest on record. That's so sad. $48,043 average I price of a new car. This. And what's crazy about those is we've talked about this. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. But I've talked about it on my Instagram a lot. What's a bummer is like the lease prices also suck. Yeah. So, like, you're kind of forced to buy, and that is $48,000. It's a lot of money. $48,000. Let me tell you what that monthly payment would be straight up unaffordable. That's before sales tax divided by 60 at 0% that's $800 a month. That's insane. That's unaffordable. Yeah. And that's that's average. That's not that's not saying you're getting like an expedition with all the bells and whistles. That's saying like you got a Santa Fe. I'm and just you like, got a CRV. I'm just like in shock. Here's another good stat from this article. In June, new vehicles from Honda, Kia, Mercedes-Benz were transacting on average between 65 to 8.7% over MSRP. Crazy. So it was Honda, Mercedes, and Kia. On the other side of the spectrum, Buick, Lincoln, and Ram were selling at nearly 1% below MSRP. Okay, so go shop those brands. <laughs> <sighs> and then it goes on, this is interesting, it talks a little bit about um, luxury so in June 2022, the average luxury buyer paid $66,476 for a new vehicle. That was up $1,000 month over month, the highest price for a luxury vehicle ever. For comparison, luxury vehicles Ooh. were selling for nearly 825 under MSRP a year ago. So that's where like everyone, this time last year, and everyone's like, chip shortage, it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse, or it's going to get better. Like It got worse because... <laughs> They were selling for under 825 MSRP a year ago, and we all thought that was a bad deal because we used to yeah. get like thousands off. Yeah. The This is the last thing I'm going to say. The average price paid for a new electric vehicle increased in June by 3.8% compared to May and 13.7% versus a year ago. The This is crazy. The average price for an electric vehicle is over $66,000. So here's the problem. So that was the same thing as the luxury vehicle. Right. That was so, the same price. Here's the problem with, like, we've spoken about this before, like, so pay $66,000 for an electric vehicle or pay $5.50 a gallon. Like, we need, right (laughs) we need some better solutions. And I am just like, they're pushing, I mean, the push for EV is just like, needs to chill, I think, just slightly because we cannot at this prices. We cannot at these prices. No one can afford, no one's able to afford a car. Mm Mm-hmm. EVs have got to go down. Shout out to the Nissan Leaf, because what was the Nissan Leaf? Under, like, 23,000 or something? Yeah. I mean, it was the most basic car in the world, but... But it's EV. But it's EV. So no, that's my interesting is. Well, that was sad and depressing. So thank you for that, Kel. Okay, next, let's move into our Ditch the Drive-Thru segment, where we give you an easy dinner idea to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. This podcast is all over the place today. Truly... Um, I'm, I'm I'm sorry I'm seriously still recovering from this past weekend that's okay I can take the lead on this Liz um, the ditch the drive-thru is also chaotic because is this is this gonna be part of your fridge clean out I'm guessing yeah okay so I wanna just pro- propose a challenge to everybody because we just you just heard transaction prices are up what like 13.7% like we've got we, we've we gotta find places to turn we've gotta be saving some money and I'm choosing to do that with my fridge my pantry and my deep freeze So every year when we go on vacation, I've been doing this. I think this is like the third year I've done this now. I don't grocery shop for like at least 10 days before we go on a trip, Mm -hmm. except for bare minimum. And I'm talking Mm -hmm. like milk milk and blueberries, like. Not like if I have any fruit, we don't buy fruit. If I have any vegetables, we don't buy vegetables like that's what I'm making. So that's my challenge. That's my ditch the drive through. My ditch the drive through this week is to try not to grocery shop for just stretch yourself. Like just ask yourself, like, do I really need to go to the store or what else do I have? What can I use? Also, can I just say, like, normalize not having to have everyone in the house eat the same thing. Mm. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, if we have this little bit of leftovers, this little bit of leftovers, we can all eat different things. I don't know why I always feel like I need to prepare an entire meal that feeds my whole family plus leftovers. Like, let's just use what we've got. So what have you been making? Like, give me a, for instance. Um, I made breakfast for dinner one night because I had biscuits, bacon, and eggs. So, like, that was an easy one. Um, Last night, I made... Well, last night I ordered pizza, but I made chicken quesadillas because I had grilled chicken, cheese and tortillas like that was easy. I went into the deep freeze and found some ground beef. I've made a soup. And then one thing that I did for the kids, especially because Tyler is like Tyler will eat ramen noodles and I'll just like scrounge a little bit. But for the kids, I got like little muffin trays and I just like made like a little kid charcuterie board. So I just oh, literally cleaned out the fridge. So like I put some cashews, some carrots some shredded cheese some cookies some turkey like you just clean out the fridge and I'm like really proud of myself because I didn't grocery shop for I think I haven't gone to the store in like 10 days now and I still have two more days to go and we have plenty of food still really yeah like we just do like and you look at the pantry like my pantry has so much good like Mm -hmm. shelf stable stuff I look at my deep freeze I just you just make it work a little bit yeah, I love a good challenge like that. I'm so into it. So I think I'm going to even continue it on because I haven't even gone into my outside deep deep freeze yet. Wow. I know. Well, good for you. Proud of you. Okay, so now it's time for our little new advice segment that we're doing. So we had someone write into the podcast and you can ask for your own advice at hello at the car official.com. Um, so here it is, Kel. Hello, Kelly and Liz love the podcast and all your great content. Thank you. My bonus daughter just completed driver's education. We're starting to look for a car for her. We still have over a year. She has a late October birthday and is only 14. Currently we live in very Northern Michigan with lots of snow, wind, and ice throughout the year. She would like an SUV. I'm worried about the short wheelbase. Would love just some insight into what to look for her and suggestions. Price will be a big factor, but also I don't want junk. Okay, this is kind of a fun one. This is a fun one. We don't don't talk about like new drivers very often. No, and I will talk about it more. It's just, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it was like my wheelhouse. Um, But the more I've learned about cars, and I think like teen drivers, it's so hard To make teen driver content because truly everyone's working with, I know everyone's working with different budgets and every time they buy a car, but with teen drivers, especially like there's arguments to be made for why you should buy a teen driver, a new car with the latest safety technology. There's Mm -hmm. arguments made for why you should drop, buy them a much older vehicle. Um, but a few things that stood out to me about this one, and normally I don't feel like so called for one specific car, but in this instance, I do feel really called for one specific car. Um, so hearing things like when I'm thinking about a teen driver, I like to try to find some mid-size n- not mid-size like small SUV or large sedan. I like to find a vehicle that's heavy enough without being so big that it's difficult to maneuver. Mm-hmm. So like I don't really like to recommend like, not that there's anything wrong with these cars, but like a Honda Fit is like incredibly small. I feel like for a teen, you'd want them to have a little bit more around them. Mm hmm. Just in just just in case they were to get in a collision or anything. Just like have a car with a little bit more substance. Obviously, living in northern Michigan, I can assume snow. So we want to make sure that we are giving a car that does well in the snow Mm -hmm. and assuming that they'll probably be in the pre-owned market just because they are budget conscious. I want to make sure it's a car that has good reliability Mm -hmm. um, and that's incredibly safe. So if I put all those together, I'm going to spit out the Subaru Forester as what I would recommend for this mom for her bonus daughter. Something that I like about the Subaru Forester is one Subaru Forester is all wheel drive standard. So you don't have to worry about like when you're looking at the used ones, you don't have to worry about like, oh, is it all wheel drive? Is it not? It's just all wheel drive. Subaru has a great all wheel drive system. Subarus have incredible crash ratings um, and they've got good reliability scores as well. I also think the Subaru, she mentioned wheelbase. The Subaru Forester has actually an incredibly long wheelbase. Um, but it's still compact enough i think that it'll be easy to park and kind of maneuver around town so that's gonna be my rack okay i think that's great do you have one that you'd give um i i, I mean you know more about the that's okay you Just know speak the things that i do but like i will say um coming if you want from our experience um you know this was something that my dad had to do five times and people would come to him a lot when we were all turning 16 and being like our friend's dads would be like what car should i get my daughter um for her first car and granted he is brand loyal to the brands that he owns but he always recommended the hyundai santa fe and that was actually your first car Yeah, that was my first car so um and i've recently (laughs) driven one and i really love it so i think it's definitely like more mid-size Um, yeah you could also probably go down to a tucson yeah hyundai um, just has great great crash prevention tech. Mm -hmm. So I will say from my experience, my dad did always really recommend the Santa Fe. So Hyundais are great. And I just think when you're thinking about what to look for, I'd like I said, recommend trying to find a car that's over 3000 pounds. That's still smaller because I think that's still important. I do think all wheel drive, especially in snowy climates is important. Um, And then as much crash prevention technology as the budget allows, I mean, crash ratings are obviously one thing, But to me, like preventing the accidents is equally as important. And Mm -hmm. there's like such not controversy, but it's like, well, I don't want them to have to rely on it. It's like, well, I don't either. But also it's saving lives like that Mm -hmm. technology is important. So especially things like frontal collision warning, I would really prioritize trying to get that on a vehicle. I'd really prioritize trying to get blind spot on a vehicle even and then even features that don't like necessarily. Um aren't marketed as safety features, but end up being safety features like Bluetooth, for example. I mean, I know like now most cars have Bluetooth, but like making sure that the car has Bluetooth, has Apple CarPlay, so like the infotainment system is easy to use, so you kind of cut back on like the distractiveness of a driver. Fuel economy is obviously important. I think looking for like a four cylinder versus a six cylinder gets you better fuel economy with still giving you performance, especially if you're going on one of those smaller SUVs. Um, What else for teen drivers? I think reliability is important. Reliability is really important for everybody, but especially if you're going to be in the used car market. It will be so interesting to see how your tours change as your like kids grow. And I mean, you're talking about this now, but um just like how you'll further your thoughts on teen drivers and stuff like that. I know. Tyler always wants to talk about like which car should we get for George? I'm like, Tyler, it's like not even out yet. It hasn't even been in- <laughs> yeah. It literally hasn't even been invented. Yeah. But he really wants George to have like a small truck which I'm like think like the Ford Ranger like the Chevy Colorado like if I had to go buy if I George was 16 and I knew what he liked which I don't yeah but I do want my kids to be involved in like their car selection car shopping process yeah I don't know what that looks like though I don't know like do you buy cars for your teens do like I don't know and it's so tough because, like, if George was learning how to drive, though, like, what is he either drive Tyler's F 250 or my Ford Expedition? Right. Like, those are so big. Like, they almost need, like, we took driving classes, remember? Yeah. With we, Wayne. Yeah. He was weird. Yeah. We took, uh, yeah, it was, he was like an ex cop and we took driving lessons with him. But he had road rage. He had really bad road rage. It was bizarre. It like, was weird. He would. <laughs> like you'd like this isn't your fault this person driving like an idiot I know it was like I was <laughs> had to make a right turn and he said okay so like a right turn on red but you have to stop first you treat it like a stop sign so I did that and someone honked behind me when I stopped at the red and he flipped them <laughs> off
1: <laughs> I, was, I was
0: like yelling he's like it's okay you're you did great I'm like okay Wayne <laughs> <laughs> but one thing he did do that I will definitely do with my kids is we did little exercises, like we'd go to like an a, an abandoned road, for lack of better words. And we'd go from like 40, mm-hmm. so like get up to 40 miles an hour and then slam on the brakes as fast as you could, just so you could like feel what that feels like. Yeah. And then he also taught you how to downshift in case your brakes ever went out. It was just a like good. Oh, one tip that always stuck with me was like when, which I don't always do, but I try and be kind of mindful of it, is like when you're on the highway, for example, if the speed limit is 50. Then you should keep five car lengths of the car in front of oh, yeah, you. Yeah, that is if a good. It's tip. Sixty, keep six car lengths. Because he was like the amount of accidents that have ended because I wasn't the one that got into the collision. He's like, I've there's been so many where it's like cars would collide and then there'd be like a pile up, but then like it would end with him mm-hmm. because he wouldn't get into it. Okay, maybe Wayne was a good teacher. He was know. a good. No, he was a, he was a good teacher. He just a, he was just a driving teacher with road rage, and that's <laughs> all you need to know about Wayne. <laughs> okay so that's our episode like Liz Mm -hmm. said if you guys want to write in you can either DM us um, or you can email us at hello at thecarmamofficial.com maybe like someone send like Liz a question too like maybe like one of her specialties like ask her like wedding (laughs) advice wedding Um, advice or like house advice or health advice I mean really just whatever you want just like life advice I'm just intrigued (laughs) so thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast be sure to follow us on Instagram give us five stars and leave us a review and we'll talk to you next time Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know, there's room in the car for everyone.